A great story always begins with the front page. What is ooh, what it is. Welcome back to the front page. Ooh, y'all, I'm so excited. One, because I was off today, so, you know, it just be different. You have different energy when you be off of work. <laughs> like, let's not, let's be serious. Like, when you're just off of work and you have a full free day, you're a different person. You're, you have a whole different personality. You do things you typically won't be doing. It's just, I need my life to look like this. <laughs> No, but welcome back to another episode of The Front Pages, where we discuss relevant sports news and nothing but facts. My name is Paige. If you are new here, because I know we have a lot of new listeners. I don't know what this is about, but I am a fan fan, okay? So thank you so much for tuning in and deciding to spend a little bit of time with me here this afternoon. Today, episode 46, we will be talking about my first experience at a boxing match and how much fun I had y'all okay before I even get to into that we also will be talking about NBA playoffs don't get me wrong but y'all gotta hear me out about this experience because just a little preface 12 out of 10 experience top 10 experience in my life and I do a lot of things y'all know me I'm very spontaneous I like to do things on the thrill um I really don't like last minute events to be honest but I don't say no to those last minute events so it's starting to make me think maybe I do like last minute events I don't know but y'all the experience all of it the culture I'm just such a fan now and I'll explain to you guys a little bit more. But before we do get into that, make sure you're following the front pages on Instagram for all of the exclusive content coming. Making sure you're liking, subscribing the YouTube. We got an interview out there with DJ. Y'all can go check that out and find out how much of a true menace he is if you haven't already. And then there's also a little preface interview of me sharing a little things, a few things about me and why I started this podcast and yeah so let's just get right into episode 46 we jumping right into it because man a blast I had this weekend so first let me tell y'all how I even ended up like how did I end up in this predicament once again something very spontaneous I told y'all about my um sweet 16 appearance and how I just bought the tickets the day before these tickets were bought the day of (laughs) literally hours before the match and I went to Dallas primarily for Easter to spend time with my family and my friend Nicole she passed the bar exam and she finally received her news for that this weekend it was just perfect like you're in town Let's go and have a great time, celebrate for the whole weekend. So we were able to celebrate her and her success this weekend, which I'm really glad that I was able to be a part. But also during the celebration, we decided to attend the fight. And I think actually they were going to attend the fight with or without me. (laughs) And it was just kind of like, oh, since you're here, let's get a ticket. And I was like, you know what? Great. So a group of us went to the fight. Um... 
We caught an Uber there, which we'll talk about Uber in a little bit at the end of this because, baby, whew, I got some words for them. But as we approached the AT&T Stadium, because it was in Arlington, Texas, I was very anxious just to see what the culture of a boxing match actually looks like and what type of people attend. Um, is it very intense? How does the audience behave? These type of things are going through my head. And I know being very sports savvy and being in this industry, I look at things a lot differently than a typical fan would. So let me tell y'all, don't, don't laugh at me, y'all. <laughs> don't laugh at me, but I was taking notes during this event. Like I literally have like six pages of notes about my experience and the things that I realized, the things that I were analyzing, the questions that I had for further research and just thoughts about my full experience. I wrote it all down. I had to, although I was lit, I just had to in that moment, write everything down because I feel like I was having very good thoughts. But anyways, the first thing I noticed as we approached AT&T Stadium is how everybody was dressed. Now, disclaimer, Earl Spence Jr. is from Dallas, so Dallas is going to support Dallas. They're going to show up for Dallas. So a lot of what I experienced, I do understand that that was just a part of Dallas culture. Um, and that's where I'm from, so it wasn't really big of a shock for me. But I do understand that that is not a norm for a lot of other people. So me experiencing this at my boxing match for the first time, I was really like, wow, I was underdressed. <laughs> I did not bring any extra clothes with me to Dallas. I did not intend on attending an event of this caliber. And when I say people were dressed, dressed to impress, okay? It was definitely get chose vibes, club vibes, um... Women in heels, men designer from head to toe, shoes that I can't even pronounce. Like the vibes, it was the place to be. That's exactly how I felt. I felt as if the vibes of the audience, that was the place to be. And truthfully, it really didn't even matter if you were sitting nosebleed, midsection or on the floor. I mean, of course we know they they are different sections. You know, you sit on the floor, you got a little bit more bread because you can afford that. Or you know someone. Or you just have a connection. Or you just decided to splurge. I don't know what the case is of how you got on the floor. I wouldn't sit on the floor. I don't got that connection. I was sitting in the midsection with a nice view. And I got to choose. Did I want to look at the screen or did I want to look at the ring? <laughs> yeah, I thought of that one on the fly. That was pretty good. But no. There definitely was a difference in the audience. So I was very impressed on how everyone was dressed. And I definitely felt as if I was underdressed, if that makes sense. And I don't like feeling like that. I don't know. I, I don't know. What did I think? Should I? And it's like, I had a great time, but should I have went? Because maybe I'm being too serious. Y'all ever been too serious? Like, if you don't have the right outfit, you just don't want to go? That be me sometimes, not gonna lie to y'all. But okay, that's not even the preface of this conversation, sorry. But anyways, not only did I realize how the fans dress, but how they act. And I created categories for the type of fans that were at 
the fight. So number one, you got the two serious fans. These are the fans who were like, you know how somebody imitating somebody fighting, they like bink, 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 oop, oop, like making noises, the noise maker. There was a lot of those. Knowing dang well, they realistically can't fight like that. And they're trying to imitate. It just wasn't given. So the two serious fans definitely were in the building. Then you got the fans with no manners at all. These are the fans who belch very loudly, who talk on the phone very loudly, who be yelling and spit coming out their mouth. You got those. The ones who they sitting in the middle of the row, so they got to go through people, but they just walking over people's feet. The, the ones with no manners, y'all know exactly. If you've been to a sporting event, a concert even, you know. You know. You just know. The, the fan with no manners, okay? Then you got the fans who record every moment of the fight, hoping that they catch the best moment. There was so many phones out, and I'm not going to lie. At some, some points, that was also me. <laughs> I will say that. Because I was just so intrigued. Like, this is my first time being, and I want to really remember this, but I also want to get footage for, I got to get this content. I'm trying to get this content. That was the motto. I did it for (laughs) y'all. You know what? I'm just going to, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I did it for y'all. I got the content for y'all. But there are fans who record every moment. They got their phone out, standing up, their arm crossed, recording, zooming in, because you're really not sitting that close. You're not sitting that close, but you're going to make it look like you're sitting closer than what you are. I know. I know it's a lot of people like that. So you got that type of fan. Then you got the fan. This fan really should go under the no manners fan. But the fan who just be coughing. And y'all, COVID is still real. Like, although I did not wear my mask, I will truthfully, honestly admit that. I really feel like I should have worn my mask. When I got back to Houston, I took a COVID test because I wanted to ensure that I was being safe. Like, it's still really real out here. So, you got the fan who coughing too much, doing too much, got all that mucus in their throat. Mm, nasty, bro. Nasty. Ugh. Then you also have the fan who really is just coming to this event to use it as a moment, as a venting session with their friend or partner. So literally two conversations I overheard. Um, not me eavesdropping. <laughs> but between the fights, there's a lot of dead time. There's a, like there's a lot of dead space to kind of do whatever. Go to the restroom, con- concession stand, whatever. So I'm eavesdropping on this conversation. And this lady is venting about her life. And I was like, wow. You're using this moment at the boxing match to vent to your friend which I ain't opposed to it because if my friend was there I probably would be talking mess or talking about stuff that's going on maybe maybe not I don't know but you got that type of fan then you got the fans who were actually on a date night and I saw a couple people who was on dates that I don't think they really wanted to be on that date but it was like how can you deny a date to a boxing match Ooh, is that shallow Yeah, I just seen a couple of those. I'm not going to lie to you. I saw a lot of those. Then I saw some fans who were just there to get chose. Like, this is an event that they want to be a part of because they know this is where the people at. Like, where are the people? Where the hoes at? This is the event. 
This is the event. You want to get chose? That's where they was at. And I get it. I get it. I seen it. My own eyes. I just seen it, y'all. So then I also got um, fans who just supporting because of who the athlete is and because that athlete is from their hometown. So Earl Spence Jr. being from Dallas, like we mentioned before, a lot of Dallas natives were in the building representing just because he is from Dallas and he is a hometown hero, quotation mark. So it's it's almost inevitable for fans to support him and be a part, especially it's down the street. It's in Arlington. The fight is in Arlington. Tickets reasonable. Why not attend the fight? And y'all probably listening to this like, Paige, you're too serious. Y'all know by, if you have been with me since the beginning of this podcast, you should know that I'm too serious. I'm very detailed. I'm very observant to my environment and the things that are happening around me. And I just want to make y'all aware, like these are the fan types I witnessed. And although I feel like some of these fan types are true for other sporting events, but what I really was trying to do I think mentally was to compare this boxing event to other sporting events that I have been to. Because one thing that I did notice is in between fights, there's a lot of dead space. There there is music playing, so I'll give it that, but there's nothing happening on the ring. There's not a halftime show. There's not dancers. There's no entertainment during those dead spaces in person. Like, there is on TV, you know, on TV, they'll have someone talking in the press box and they'll have the commentators going back and forth and actually witnessing that end of it. But in person, there's not that. So there's a lot of dead space, which I believe is different in comparison to other sporting events. And I thought was interesting because this also gives fans time to go get more alcohol, go get food, go use the bathroom, go do whatever they want to do, mix and mingle. Me and my friends actually in between the second to last fight between the main fight, we went and walked around and mixed and mingled with people who were there. We actually saw a couple people we knew. So it's just an interesting dynamic, I feel, for boxing events. And I will for sure be attending another. I don't know if that's going to be in Dallas. I don't know if that's going to be in Vegas. I even heard that they even have fights in Houston. So I'm up to date now. Your girl is on T, elevated, period. I'm I'm there. <laughs> but the actual fight, very live. I just, I think I could not really believe that I was actually in this vicinity and experiencing this because initially the reason I never really went to a fight or never was interested in attending a fight is because I didn't really enjoy fighting. And now I'm a fan. I actually want to attend more. The fight was very livelihood. Um, every round was very intense. Earl Spence Jr. having his hometown backing him up. Definitely a, a gain in his advantage. I mean, dude came out to Southside the Realist. He meant business. He was playing no games. That was his song choice. He knew what he had to do, and he came and he delivered. Dude, I was shut. The ref had to stop the fight at least two times just to ensure that Buddy could still see and he could still function out of that eye. His eye was shut. Have you not seen – you seen that Martin episode 
where his eye, his face was all knotted up. Yeah, exactly that. I kid you not. I seen it on the big screen and I seen it in the ring. Dude was out of there. And it made me raise the question of how far are we willing to go for a win? In an athletic perspective, being a former athlete myself, there's a lot of things that I would do being highly competitive being a highly competitive person, there's a lot of things that you don't limit yourself to because you're competitive. And in this sense, your eye is swollen shut, but yet you want to continue fighting because, I mean, you ain't no, you ain't no little B. Like, you ain't no punk, you know? So, I don't know. I'm just very curious. And I want to really speak with a boxer. So, if any of you personally know a boxer or someone that you could potentially put me in connection with because I have absolutely no idea where to even start there. So this is my live for y'all for help. But I would love to sit down and speak with the boxer just on the ins and outs of the lifestyle of a boxer. How do they separate their life in the ring from their personal life? Like how do you train to take pain? This dude, I was shut. He got to get surgery and stuff. We've seen worse, you know, we've seen um, broken limbs, bleeding, ears missing, you know, we've seen a lot. And it also made me realize just being in this vicinity and being able to access this event um, the same day, is boxing bigger on the international stage compared to in the U.S.? Is, Is there a difference there? I would just really love to gain more insight on the art of um, boxing and just the audience that it draws. It's very intriguing to me. And I don't know, I may start talking about boxing more. I I definitely can see myself just diving more into that because now that I've experienced it, I'm kind of like, okay, I want to keep up with what's actually going on. Um, And because typically when it comes to a fight, I never really know that that fight's going to happen, one, unless it's Earl Spence Jr. because he's from Dallas and I hang around a lot of Dallas people, so that's a topic. But most of the times when I attend like a fight night, it's because someone invited us to the fight to watch the fight at their house. I didn't even know there was a real fight going on, you know, so that tells you how much I really knew about boxing and keeping up with records and things of that, especially with boxers that I don't know or they're not from the same area as me. So there's that. But I highly recommend y'all get to a boxing match whenever you can. Um, The tickets were not that bad. Same day, I believe they were like, I think some of the tickets on Friday night? Friday night when we looked, some of the tickets were like $75. Now, you know, where you prefer to sit is definitely different. I think the tickets we got were one something for sure, but I'm not sure. But I just I just highly recommend you guys to go and explore and do things that you've never done. Actually, this weekend, I'm going to a golfing tournament and I'm also going to my first hockey game. So be ready to hear about that first experience. And let me know, have y'all guys ever been to a boxing match? What has your experience? Is your experience similar to mine? Is it as detailed? Like, do you can you recall it? Let me know. If you've been to a boxing match in Vegas, though, I personally want to speak to you. So let me know.
But let's shift gears a bit and talk about NBA playoffs because things are underway here. Game two actually tonight for the 76ers in Toronto, Dallas, and Utah, and the Warriors in Denver. So let's get into that. Play-in tournament already ended, but game ones, let's talk about it. Let's talk about my predictions. Let's talk about what happened. Let's just, let's get through this, okay? So game ones, Miami versus ATL. Miami took game one. In this matchup, definitely rooting for the Heat. It's for the culture. I look, I'm a fan of Trey Young. He's cold. Um, I love his aesthetic. I love what he's able to do as far as pulling his team together and really rallying through. But I'm pulling for the Heat in this conversation. I'm a fan of the Jimmy Butler versus Trey Young confrontational, whatever. Definitely adds flavor to the playoffs, um, energy to the game, the matchup. But still, I'm going to pull for the Heat there. Now, 76ers versus the Raptors. I'm going with 76ers. Um, we'll love to see James Harden's redemption. I think it would be very ironic to see how well he does there in comparison to how well the Nets do in this playoff series. So I'm going to root for Philly here. And then Bucks versus Bulls. I'm pulling for the Bucks. I mean, the Bulls, they're decent, but they're not the Bucks. I do not see the Bucks losing to the Bulls in this playoff series. Now, Boston versus Brooklyn. This is probably my favorite series matchup currently. I mean, Kyrie, he's playing on an empty stomach carrying his team. We ain't really even seen much of KD just yet now. It's only been one game. And Boston actually took the first game with the game winner. So this is, I love this. I love this matchup between the Celtics and the Nets. It's definitely highly competitive on both ends of the ball. Um, but I will root for the Nets in this matchup, although Boston did win game one. I don't think Kyrie's going to go out like that because I feel like he has a point to prove, you know, especially with all the controversy of him only playing at home um, during the season due to COVID restrictions and regulations in New York. And also just a lot of adversity that he's had to overcome within the past three years or so. So I'm going to pull for the Nets here. Phoenix versus the Pelicans. Is there much to say? Like, I'm pulling for Phoenix. That's not even a thought of mine. Is is anyone rooting for the Pelicans here? If you are, I'm sorry. Um, anyways, Dallas versus Utah. For sure pulling for Dallas. Now, I know Dallas did not get to play with Luka in game one. But being that game one was so close without Luka... Hmm, that's a dangerous look. Now, although it was in Dallas, that game, I don't know. I think I'm still going to pull for the Mavs. Luka is still questionable for sure. You definitely got to take that injury serious, especially for the longevity of playoffs. You know, you don't want to risk it all like that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pull for Dallas there. Utah, they look nice, but Luka didn't even play. And Luka's the foundation of the Mavs offense right now so without him playing and the game was still a close matchup uh, 
if you're a Jazz fan, this may be your last straw if y'all lose to the Mavs, huh? <laughs> this this may be it for you, huh? Okay, I feel it. I dig it. Then we got Golden State Warriors versus Denver. Definitely pulling for the Warriors. Um, it's kind of like, how can you go against them? Denver, yeah, y'all are cool. I feel like, no, I'll take that back. No, no, I'm, I'm going to pull for the Warriors. I do, I did keep up with the Nuggets quite a bit this season, but I will still pull the Warriors. For some reason, the Warriors are more so a team like they've been in the playoffs. They know how how things work. They have a lot of the same players, so they're very familiar with being in this position, not having everyone up to par. I mean, Curry hasn't even been playing, so it's just, Y'all are still able to do And they won game one, too, by the way. So, I'm pulling for the Warriors. Uh, and then Memphis and Minnesota. Now, this matchup has been very, very fun to watch. Minnesota are definitely pulling for them here. You know, I actually watched Vanderbilt play in last summer's pro league here in Houston where I actually was doing the broadcast for all last summer and to see a lot of his play translate to his game now it's very refreshing so I'm definitely going to root for him and his team as they continue on this playoff series they did take game one over Memphis and ooh, it's just it's getting good I love this time of the year playoffs is so fun um best out of seven game two starts today actually you got three games pretty much every day except 420. You only have Boston versus Brooklyn and the Bucks versus the Bulls. But playoffs underway. Graphic coming up here tonight so y'all can drop all y'all predictions on the front page. And just a few quick hits before we end this episode here today. J.R. Smith has made his way into the NIL game. If you remember... He went back to school, and he is now a member of that golf program, and he just signed a deal with Lululemon that makes him the brand's golf ambassador. (laughs) Does he really need an NIL deal? I mean, I ain't mad at the bag, but wow. Impressive. I'm impressed. I'm very much impressed by that news. Yeah, he for sure, he's doing it right. He's doing it right. I can't even be mad. I can't even be a hater, for real. (laughs) And then I will say also something else to note, NBA draft coming up. So that's a thing. You got NFL coming up. That's a thing. WNBA just finished. So their season is about to get underway um, here shortly as the summer progresses. So a lot of things happening in the world of sports. Definitely keeping y'all up to date, day in and day out. Make sure you're following the front pages on Instagram. But look, I'm so glad you guys made it through this episode to hear about my first experience at a boxing match. And I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. But look, until next week, your girl is out. Peace.